MacBook Pros are coming, tablets are back, and there's a lot more in store in Techtober. This is Techie Speak. Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. On this week's episode, I want to spice things up by sprinkling in some newsy type of content in the mix of a topic I want to talk about, which are tablets. There's not really much to talk about when it comes to why tablets are back, so why not I spice things up and add a bit more news to this episode. First up, uh, in case you live under a rock, uh, there's an Apple event coming next week. And this Apple event is very interesting because there's not much that Apple can launch for next week's event besides new MacBooks, AirPods, and Mac Mini, maybe. So let's talk about them. The most obvious and probably the stars of the show are the new MacBook Pros that are carrying the M1X chip. Everyone's been raving and salivating about the potential of a higher performance M1 chip because as we see, with all the reviews and all the long-term reviews and stuff like that, the Apple M1 chip has just been slaying every single laptop in its class and sometimes even some of them above its weight class. And so we're left to wonder, what's next? What are we getting when it comes to higher-performance laptops and maybe higher-performance desktops? We're not getting the latter, but we're getting two new uh, MacBook Pros next week. The rumors say with the M1X, it's going to be... What I want to say about the M1X is it's going to be a bigger and better M1. It's going to inherit basically what M1 has and make it bigger and better. So it's up to 10-core CPU, up to 16 and 32-core GPU, and... It's going to come with just up to 32 gigs of RAM or what they call unified memory. We just have to remember that with how Apple is using RAM or memory in the laptops now with the their own Apple chips, you have to remember that they put it together with the whole chip. So the difference in performance would be quite different I think it would be interesting to compare a MacBook Pro with M1X and 32 gigs of unified memory versus, let's say, a Windows laptop with 64 gigs of RAM. I'm curious if there would be differences or would it end up being the same? We'll see about that. The new MacBook Pros are rumored to get 14 and 16-inch displays. So they're going to be bigger than the sizes that we're used to, which is 
13, and 15. The 15 went away for a bigger 16-inch MacBook Pro last 2019. And that was the last major change to the MacBook Pro. And so we're expecting bigger displays with even higher resolution. I've seen the resolution count and it's off the charts. It's probably more than 4K. I can't be too sure about that. Actually, with these new MacBook Pros, there might be, they're not confirmed yet, there might be a high power mode. So if you're familiar with your iPhone, or if you have an iPhone, then you have that button that says, that's a, if you see a button that's a battery, that looks like a battery icon on your phone, then it has yellow color inside. So that's low power mode on the iPhone. What low power mode does is to help prolong your battery by reducing the number of resources that your phone can use. And so with this supposed high power mode, so we might see even more performance out of these M1X MacBook Pros. And I've also heard that the 14 and 16 inch displays are going to use the mini LED technology. It's a mini LED display, which means that it carries the same technology as the one on the 12.9 inch iPad Pro with the M1 chip. We're going to expect at least that kind of performance. That's basically the M1X MacBook Pros. We're going to know more about it next week. If I'm not mistaken, it's on a Monday in the U.S. And Tuesday, 1 a.m. here in the Philippines. So that's a different kind of day for Apple. That's presumably because there's a Pixel event the day after. More about that later. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing about the MacBook Pros. Those two laptops will see the return of the ports. And when I mean the ports, I mean the HDMI port for connecting to external displays. We'll also get an SD card slot. That's for most uh, cameras that are better than your, you know, your typical point-and-shoot cameras. So SD cards. So if you use SD cards, that may be a thing for you. Rejoice. And we'll also see the return of a magnetic connector on the MacBook Pro or some form of MagSafe. But I don't know if they're going to call it MagSafe because it's on the iPhone now. And yeah, those that's for the MacBook Pros. As to the Mac Mini, besides getting that M1X chip, I'm not exactly sure what that entails. If it's going to have a slimmer body or... Is it going to have more ports as well? We're not sure. To be fair, the M1 Mac Mini also had more ports than even the laptops. So stands to reason that the M1X Mac Mini could expand on that further. During next week's Apple event, we might hear something about an AirPods 3. But if not, it'll probably be a separate press release. That's basically it for the Apple event next week. I'll be covering it on utterlyateki.com and probably live tweet about it. So just 
follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash utterly techie or at utterly techie when you search on Twitter. So see you there for the Apple event next week. Now on to my main topic. The topic I really wanted to tackle is tablets being back for some reason. Uh, so it was only like a few years ago where the tablets I would usually see in the market are either very affordable, cheap-looking tablets from sometimes no-name brands, or it would be from the big players, Huawei, Samsung, Apple, of course, with their iPads. So those are the things I would see a few years back. Now, for some weird reason, tablets are back. I'm seeing Huawei expand their MatePad lineup with MatePad 10.4, MatePad 11-inch, then they have two versions of their MatePad Pro running Harmony OS 2.0. Then I'm also seeing the Xiaomi Pad 5. So the last time Xiaomi made a tablet was in 2018 with the Mi Pad 4 Plus. Yeah, it's it's that that far back. 2018. I mean, it's not too far, but it's far enough. So that was their last tablet. And now Xiaomi's back with the Xiaomi Pad 5. So to run down some specs, so the Xiaomi Pad 5 has a 2K display with 120Hz refresh rate. It also has the Xiaomi Smart Pen support and an optional keyboard accessory. Both are sold separately, of course. And runs on a Snapdragon 860 processor. So things that I would typically mesh in a flagship smartphone are in this tablet for some reason. And so far from the reviews I've seen, it's a pretty good device for the price that you're going to pay for it. And there was the the early bird sale that it would cost like 15,000 pesos or around, let's say, $300. So imagine that, a $300 tablet that has basically near flagship specs for a tablet. Not to be outdone, Realme also has their own tablet called the Realme Pad. And I think by the time you listen to this episode, Realme would have announced that they're going to launch the Realme Pad on October 21st. So that's another event I'm looking forward to along with other things from Realme Philippines. So, Realme Pad, uh, it's another tablet. I'm really surprised that tablets are back. And with Apple having some features that I didn't expect them to add on the 2021 iPad lineup, including the 9th gen iPad, having this 12 megapixel ultra-wide angle front camera with this feature called center stage. So if you're not familiar with center stage, so it focuses on the faces that it sees, the camera sees, and depending on where you move, so it will follow you wherever you move. And then when there's someone else that goes in, that's when it will widen the view so more people can fit. It's really amazing that they managed to squeeze that feature in the 9th gen iPad and for some reason now that the 
current iPad Air doesn't have that front camera. Well, the rest of the lineup does. It's very weird. So, why are tablets back? I have two theories behind this thing. We call the comeback of the tablet, so to speak. One is, of course, our current situation, which is a global pandemic where we're mostly stuck at home or if we go out, it's only for essentials. And students are just staying at home. They can't even go out because the current mandate, at least here in the Philippines, minors are not allowed to go out, although that could be changing soon with the recent developments. But as far as I know, most of them are uh, most of them are having classes at home online. So they they have two options, either get a laptop or get a tablet. And I feel like a tablet is a good uh, starting point, especially with all those good front cameras, especially on the 9th gen iPad carrying that supposedly flagship feature, which is the ultra-wide with center stage. It's very important for students to be able to get the best possible experience at a affordable price. And I feel like laptops, especially those that are decent for having Zoom calls and having online classes and your assignments on the same laptop, I feel like some of the ta- I feel like some of the laptops in the lower end couldn't run it properly, so I feel like a tablet would be another viable option. But of course, it still depends on what you use it for. Like if there are certain programs that you use that are not in a tablet ecosystem, or you see it on Windows, then go for a laptop. But if it's just to take video calls and do some light document work, or you're just living off Google Classroom for your online classes, then I see no reason why you shouldn't get a tablet. That's a that's a really a good reason. I think another reason why tablets are back is maybe just a general consumption device, but I don't know if that's really a good reason. Yeah, I think the main reason is just so that uh, students can take online classes and they need an affordable way to do so. Or people working from home and they think that a tablet can just suffice for their work. It really depends on the kind of work that you do. So yeah, that's basically it for the segment of why tablets are back. It's basically because of work from home and online classes. And I just showed you some viable options like Huawei's MatePad lineup. They're, they have a lot. They even have a kids edition. Of their MatePad, which is, uh, on one hand, that's nice. And on the other hand, it also depends on how you uh, take care of your kids. So, yeah. Then, we also have, if, if you're really looking for a solid tablet, then I would recommend the Xiaomi Pad 5 based on the reviews I've seen. Even at its uh, starting price of 17990 for the 6 gig, 128 gig storage variant, 
I think that the Xiaomi Pad 5 has a lot to offer. But of course, if you're more into the Apple ecosystem and you've been using Apple products at home, then of course you would go for an iPad. Before I end the episode, there are also other events that I'm looking forward to next week. It's not just the Apple event that's going on next week. There's the Pixel event where the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro will come out. Google has been touting a lot of things about the Pixels, including their own custom Tensor chip. So it's their own chip now. Let's see what Google can do with it, especially with the cameras. And also, I've read a tweet that Huawei is going to do their Nova 9 series launch next week. I haven't really heard much about Huawei's event next week, apart maybe from the Nova 9 series and maybe their P50 series, but I really haven't heard much from the P50 side of things. I also saw a post that Sony's going to launch a new Xperia smartphone. And I'm not really sure if most people would really care about Sony putting out another phone. I think MKBHD explained it best in his video about why people don't really buy Sony smartphones. So I'll put it in the show notes so you can watch that video. Yeah, so I guess that's it for this episode of Techie Speak. It may sound scattered, but I hope you appreciate me changing up the format a bit when uh, the topics are really not that wide and I can't really expound on a lot. So hope you appreciate me inserting news while she's still sharing some topics like tablets being back. So until the next one, guys. Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast. You can follow at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out UtterlyTechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week!